This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. The temptation always is to say I'm a gog, but I, which I never say in any other context. But oh, you so, wouldn't. No, I don't know why. Eager, know why. eager to hear what's coming up. Expectant. I am too. Yes. Well, you know, yes. of course, I have no idea. So no, I'm giving these are, these are adjectives for you. I'm, yeah, I realise, but by oh, next yeah. week I'll have forgotten. I'm sure. So, okay. what have you got for us? Well, we're going to start off briefly delving into the bizarre mind of Elon Musk for once, once. again. Yes. Um, who, uh, in changing the name of Twitter to X, put a giant pulsating X on the top of the former Twitter offices. All the local residents complained because it was very, very bright and sort of flashing on and off. Extremely so, bright, perhaps. Extremely bright. And after a couple of days, they made him take it down again. Oh, good grief. Good grief, indeed. Anyway, um, uh, he's very fond of X. X.com is one of the domains that he has. He's always liked X. And he's, of course, named one of uh, the ch- one of his children X. This is the child yes. he had with his partner Grimes. Yes. The child, X is the first name. The child's full name is X. Well, he, he, then... he, yes, he got it by fertilising her X. <laughs> Very oh, good. Boom, boom, available for weddings and bar mitzvahs. Uh, the full name is X and then an A-E diphthong, which is apparently pronounced Ash. Um, A-X-I-I. So the A-E diphthong, um, Ash, A, the A-E diphthong is apparently the elven spelling of A-I. Good grief. And the A-XII is apparently because the A-12 is Elon Musk's favourite aircraft. Um, I mean, okay. it, is, it is beyond you wouldn't, bizarre. You wouldn't want to be his first primary school teacher reading out the, the names uh, of, in the morning, the uh, roll call, would you? I mean, they're probably, probably he's probably not the only John. child with parents like that around either, oh. I should imagine. Yes. Oh, completely bizarre. I... I, I I mean, I suppose I don't mind what things are called, but I, I, X for, for Twitter just seems to me to be completely mangy getting these notifications for X. And it just yes. looks so odd. It's, I know. And Twitter is a, one of the best established brands in the tech yes. world. And just so to throwing away, away all that goodwill. I know. It seems very, very peculiar. Very Not bizarre. everybody else is as fond of that letter as he is. Yes. Anyway. It's, it's exasperating. It is. <laughs> Are you going to keep this up for the entire show, or can we move uh, well, on? Well, I think else? I think we should move on. Otherwise, I'm probably Excellent. going to try and find more. Yes. Excellent, mm. indeed. Yes. Um, so, uh, electricity. Now, electricity yes. creates heat, as you know, and that can be a good thing because if we didn't have, if it didn't, we wouldn't have light bulbs, because mm. or at least certainly incandescent light bulbs. Mm. And of course, that's also the main reason why electricity pylons are up in the air rather than being buried underground, as some people have requested, uh, because they have to radiate so much heat. Burying them underground would be very, very difficult. I don't think I knew that. But electric mm. cables are often buried underground. 
Uh, they are, but they have to be in specially insulated pipes. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Hmm. Well, Gosh, I am. I'm finally learning something. If the four hundred shows, if you can create something that conducts electricity without generating heat, then that will change the world because so much of the power of electricity is lost in terms yes. of, of light and heat. Yes. And that's why they use superconductors, because superconductors are able to conduct electricity without resistance. There's no loss to heat um, at all. Now, the trouble with superconductors is they only work when it's very, very, very cold. This I actually do know. My father ah. was a physicist running a company doing research and development, and I remember being taken to see a superconducting motor, which oh. would have been back in the late 60s. It was, they thought it was going like, to be the next big thing, but it's taken it's, a while. Like the joke about the farmer whose son is a physicist, and he says to him, you're a clever chap. Can you tell me why my eggs don't, my, my hens don't lay eggs? And the, and the son goes off and thinks about it. Says, well, I have got a solution, but it only works for spherical hens in a vacuum. <laughs> yes, excellent. Anyway. But yes, I remember him telling me it's got to be almost down to absolute zero. Oh, no, it doesn't. Oh. Apparently, a couple of scientists in South Korea, or several scientists, mm -hmm. have developed the world's first room temperature superconductor. Wow. Wow, indeed. And it's a reaction between lanarkite and copper phosphide. And I'm sure, you, as you know, <laughs> lanarkite is uh, um, PB2SO5, so um, a mixture of lead, sodium, and oxygen, whereas copper phosphide is copper and phosphorus right oh, there you go anyway if it if they're right then it could change everything smartphones needn't needn't heat up yes i imagine that's you a relatively small byproduct of the whole thing but yes well but computers they have fans in them to, to stop things heating up and and so much so much energy wouldn't be lost yes uh, in, in pumping out heat well, not just that, but what about all the all that cloud storage where we're told, you know, effectively the power supplies of small countries are being um, wasted just trying to keep these things cool? Well, exactly, yes. yes. And I agree. I mean, the ramifications are extraordinary. It's like yes. probably bigger than cold fusion. Yeah. Well, Nobel Prizes all around, I expect. If they if they actually got it right, they might just be having well, a song. Well, yes. That's we a... believe so. Anyway, have they haven't got a name for it yet, just room temperature superconductivity. They haven't got a room for, uh, name for it yet. Okay. Now, there are times, as long as they course, don't call it Y or Z. <laughs> there are times, of course, when you do want um, electricity to create heat. Yes. Uh, with, a, with a cooker, for example. Right. Introducing yes. Chef. Chef being the induction cooker from a company called Newer. That's spelled N-E-W-R. Of course it is. And they have made a battery-powered induction cooker for use when you go camping. Well, not when you go camping, but when camping people go camping. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and it's a single single ring, app-controlled, voice-controlled, wow. UI charging. You haven't even got to plug the thing in. And they reckon it can boil six cups of water in three minutes. I don't think that's one after the other. I think that's you know all in one go. Um, the trouble is induction cookers are only 10% more power efficient than standard electric hobs. And heating things up does use an awful lot of battery power. So on their website, they've got a little FAQ section, one of them being, how long do the batteries last? And they say, uh, we're still looking into that. Ah, uh, all right. So, so who knows? Anyway, if you like the idea, you can pre-order it for $500. 
from newer, newer, <laughs> bumps, up, bumps up the cost of your camping trip. Let's have one of these. And we're back on to cryptocurrencies, and we mm. haven't talked about them for, for several weeks. And there's a new cryptocurrency in also generating lots of heat, also generating lots and lots of heat, and using vast amounts of power, of course. Yes, uh, Worldcoin is a new cryptocurrency venture co founded by Sam Altman. Sam Altman being the apparently teenage uh, in, uh, boss of OpenAI. Actually, he's a terribly clever chap, but he doesn't look about 12. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and in order to use uh, the WorldCoin cryptocurrency, you first of all need the World app. In order to register with a World app, you have to prove your World ID, which means proving that you're human. How do you prove you're human? Well, in this case, it's not by identifying bridges or motorcycles or fire hydrants. You have to visit the WorldCoin office. And there is one near you. It's in Shoreditch. It is the only one in the UK. So if you want it, you have to make a trip <laughs> to Shoreditch. Bizarre. Once you get there, yes. you are then presented with an operator wielding a silver orb the size of the of a football, mm -hmm. which they then hold up to your face to scan your retinas to prove that you're human. Now, I'd have thought if you turned up at their offices in Shoreditch, they could probably work out whether you're human or not without having to scan your retinas. It seems bizarre. Absolutely But bizarre. it could, of course, fall into the great PR gimmick, but we never fall for that category. Well, except it doesn't really do them any favours, does it? Because it's, we're just talking about how idiotic the whole thing it is. It seems very odd, unless, of course, they're hoping that they can do this you know, virtually in future rather than having to go to Shoreditch. Because if you call something world... Yes. As in WorldCoin, the whole world doesn't revolve around Shoreditch. And some places no, no, no. are quite far away from Shoreditch. They do have these all over the world. Oh, okay. They have I lots see. of these orbs. Oh, I hadn't realised. Okay. So well, they, and the people who wield them don't have name tags. They have little tags saying unique human. I've gone off it already. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but as you mentioned, Captha, I had to try, I was trying to track something that's coming from China and decided to. to go onto the website and use their tracking thing. It made me go through that capsule thing, identifying motorcycles, bicycles, buses, cars, and that yep. eight times before it finally decided I was human. Oh. I mean, that's ridiculous. Normally you can do it once and sometimes twice, but eight times is getting very tedious for something that only costs a few quid and is coming from China. It is ridiculous. Yes, yes. Among, among many ridiculous things we talk about on this yes. programme. Yes. <laughs> that's up on the, the 85% scale. Mm. Okay, what do you have now? Um, let us go on to AI chatbots. We're all very used to AI chatbots. Um, Meta, Facebook as was, as yes. still is, frankly. I mean, let's be honest about this. Meta mm. is still Facebook and X is still Twitter or the other way around. Yes. They are adding AI chatbots to Instagram, WhatsApp, WhatsApp and, and Messenger, and they are going to be giving them multiple personalities. And the only personality they've announced so far is Abraham Lincoln. Who so, was really down with the tech. Really down with the tech. I mean, I don't quite know what kind of personality Abraham Lincoln had, because there aren't any recordings of him speaking. There's certainly, I doubt if there are very few instances of him texting. Um, only his, you know, f uh, four score years and ten or, or whatever speech. And 
if he just talks bangs on like that in the chat <laughs> box, they get a bit dull, doesn't it? Well, perhaps that would just make people give up, Maybe. go away, and stop bothering them with their problems. But if you had a chatbot that behaved like Abraham Lincoln, you'd be talking about the theatre all the time, wouldn't you? What? What? what asking else? how the play was? How the play was? Yes. But, um, <laughs> it just seems it does seem rather bizarre. Presumably, there are other personalities yet coming down the pipe, or not? I imagine so. Yes, yes, they just haven't said what they are yet. Anyway, so what uh, would you think? So, so okay, if Abraham Lincoln's a bad one, what would be a good? What would be a good person to be the other end? Well, they could have caught to someone like Stephen Hawking, and then they didn't really bother with making it sound like Stephen Hawking. They can just <laughs> use the same engine that he uses. Everybody would believe, yeah. and if they didn't understand it, they would just assume that's because they were too dim. Exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's pause for breath, there, Steve. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. You're listening to Gadget and Gizmos, where Steve Kaplan is taking us through the latest developments in the world of tech. And yes, indeed. Um, we were talking about uh, AI chatbots. Mm. And there is a bad use of AI, which is... Uh, now been banned by the Australian Medical Association, who have had to tell doctors at several hospitals to stop getting chat GPT to write up their medical notes. Oh, indeed. Um, you know, they say it's because it was very worrying because people could read data. them. <laughs> people could read them. But as we know, chat GPT and the other AI bots do have a habit of hallucinating to use a more yes. polite term than simply <laughs> yes. making stuff up yes yes which when you're getting it to do your your homework is bad enough when you're getting it to to record your <laughs> medical notes i think that could be a serious problem yeah and however if, if it's happening in australia presumably it's happening in lots and lots of places Presumably it is, yes. But uh, a recent Google study, I don't know if we can really trust it because it's about Google's own medical uh, large language model. Mm -hmm. They say that, that it managed to uh, match or better uh, clinicians' answers to online medical problems uh, with a success rate of 93%, which Ooh. is actually pretty good. Really pretty good. But of course, it means the other seven percent of people got told completely erroneous information. Well, of course, that may happen anyway. It may well. It may because absolutely... doctors are only human, as they could discover if they went to Shoreditch. <laughs> well, I suppose they probably. Could, as you were they? talking about Australia, a piece of tech news I picked up today: the end is in sight for DVDs and Blu-rays. Um, Australia, Disney Plus say they are just about to issue their last ever DVDs and Blu-rays. They won't be doing any more. And I suspect as Australia goes, so all the others will eventually. Uh, are there, can you thought. still buy DVDs and Blu-rays? I suppose you can. Yes, I still do. You? Yes, I do, and I, I use them. Yes, people just stream Absolutely. everything. Well, yes, the problem with streaming, especially if you're interested in 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 movies, 
old movies is that the streamers lose licensing rights for things and so they yes. suddenly vanish yes. if you've got a yeah. dvd in theory as long as there are still machines to play them on then ah. you can watch them for ever more in theory as i've still got some videos on a couple of old vhs machines as well for the same reason have you yes. goodness i yes. was very glad to see the back of vhs mm. well, i quite like it at least it doesn't have that sort of interminable FBI warning at the beginning of everything that the, the yeah, DVDs do. <laughs> Mind, I still got wind-up gramophones, which, of course, are better than all of them because you just put the needle on the record and off it plays. Anyway, yes. I've digressed a little bit. You have a little bit. Let's go on to our crowdfunding time of the week, shall we? Oh, well, in that case, have this. And this is the VOOC, V-O-O-K, E-Trike. It's an electric tricycle. Which, when you say tricycle, you're thinking of the kind of thing. Don't think of that kind of tricycle at all. Noddies, yes. Noddies. <laughs> imagine, you know, when you're in a, a go-kart, you've driven a go-kart? I have. Probably. You have. You have. Yes. I can't imagine you in a go-kart. How did it go? Went very well. The driving Excellent. afterwards was quite scary because, of course, you're all hyped up. Yes. It's quite it hard was. driving slowly. And in the days I went, it was not 20 mile an hour zone. I don't know. The, I mean, I, if I were the police, I'd just be sitting outside any go-kart track waiting for the drivers to be doing <laughs> So imagine mm. you're in a go-kart, yes. uh, but the go-kart's only got one front wheel, a big front wheel yeah, and two yeah. small back okay. wheels. It's one of those. Uh, so as you're quite low on the ground, uh, it uh, has a range of 110 miles, top speed of 40 miles an hour. I don't know where it's legal to ride these things. I doubt if it's legal to ride them in the UK, but if you can take them off-road, I suppose you could do it. But it's quite clever. It has thumbprint access, so there's no key. Just register your thumbprint with it. It has GPS trackers in both the bike and the battery. If uh, you know if it gets stolen, which I suppose is quite likely, and it has a, a boot storage compartment trunk. They probably call it, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on Indiegogo, and it's from eighteen hundred pounds. So it's not a, a, a whim purchase, but it looks very very cute as long as you could find somewhere to to drive the thing. I'm not but, quite sure why you drive. Well, it. we know that scooters aren't legal on the roads unless they're rented from one of the approved things. Yes. But are are e bike e bikes are legal? They so are why legal. Are e, why are e trikes not legal? E bikes are legal as long as they have pedals. They have to right. be pedal powered. Okay. Although you see plenty of them where people are not pedaling. Yes. Um, and as long as they don't have a top mecha- top electric speed of more than, I think it's 18 miles an hour. Oh, okay. Right, right. So government um, speed, yes. Okay. Yeah, government speed. So this one going at 40 miles an hour without any pedals. Yes. It's also very low. So you wouldn't want to take it out in traffic. It just sounds a bit like that sort of weird three, three-wheel the Harley-Davidson. It, it, well, except it's very low. It's much, much lower. Okay. Because you know how low you are in a go-kart. Oh, I see that low. Yes. Yes. Well, 40 miles an hour would give the impression of being much, much faster. You're so close to the road. It absolutely would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, we're going to have one of these and then move on. Thank you. And we see lots of stuff coming and going on Indiegogo and Kickstarter. Mm. And... It takes a long time for a lot of this stuff to arrive. And when it does arrive, it's often not quite as good as you hoped it was going to be. Until now. Now, we talked, I think, last week, maybe the week before, about the Hover X1, which is uh, an autonomous drone. Remember we mentioned that? Yes. Yes, Mine arrived last night. 
Bright. And it is gorgeous. It is very, very light. It's about the size... Hmm, let me see. I've got to measure it. It's 13 centimetres high by 8 centimetres wide by 3 centimetres deep. So about the size of one of those boxes of Cook's matches. You know, the, the big right. watches yeah. that Cook's use. Looks like and the size of an LVHS out. cassette, pretty much. Oh, I see. You yeah. yes. No, much smaller than the VHS cassette. Okay. All right. Much, much smaller. And it opens out uh, into a sort of square shape. So, the, uh, so you've got four propellers inside mm. there. And to operate it, you hold your hand up, you turn it on, you choose the mode, and it just takes off out of your hand, does the thing that it's you've told it to do, and then when you want it back, you put your hand out and it lands. It is astonishing. Okay. I took it out for a, a walk in the park this morning. <laughs> right, okay. So it's got several modes. Um, it will um, follow you around. Um, which is really quite impressive. There's a quite a clever follow mode, uh, which is called Dolly, where it'll follow you when you're walking away from it, but when you're walking towards it, uh, it'll also sort of back away from you, keeping you in frame. It'll, which, as you pointed out at the time, is the really difficult thing when you're trying to control these things. Exactly. It'll yeah. orbit around you, so you can do a sort of 360-degree uh, orbit, and you can set yeah. the distance at, at which it orbits. It'll shoot up in the air to take an aerial view. Uh, you can make it go straight up. You can make it spiral up. You can have it fixed in place as if it were on a tripod, but as you walk around, it uh, it follows you. And this is interesting. So I tried it with my son Joe in the park, mm. and he said, well, would it follow me as well? So he tried stepping in front of me to see if he could fool it, and no, it would only follow me and wouldn't follow him when he stepped in front of it. So it must, at some point, you know, recognise me and then... And, and can, you the see, can you see the image from its camera while you're... Um, you you can't. But why would you want to? Well, don't you want you to see what it's taking it? pictures of? Well, you can, it's pointing towards you. You can. It's taking pictures of you. Oh, right. Okay. Hover. It is, what was it called? It's called the Hover X One. Nothing to do with. And, nothing uh, to do with um, Elon Musk. Nothing to do with uh, <laughs> Elon Musk. Two point seven K HD camera with a gimbal in it. Mm. Uh, Eleven minute battery, but you can get spare batteries for it, and it charges in about an hour. And it is the the image quality is excellent, and it is so easy to use. It is just the the the, the best gadget I have bought this year, and I've bought wow. quite a lot of gadgets this year, as you can imagine. <laughs> and um, how much Two, did it cost? Two hundred and sixty pounds, and absolutely worth every penny of that. Stunning, just a brilliant, brilliant piece of kit. Okay, well. Wow. Most impressive. And it was is it still on um reduced it's off, yes it offer? is. It is still on reduced offer on Indiegogo. There's a bit of a backlog, so you might have to wait you know, six weeks or so for it to actually uh ship to you. But... There haven't been that many things you've got from crowdfunding sites where you've been incredibly impressed. No. They there's often been there's some that have been very good. Hype. Yeah. Some have been very good. But this one just knocked out by it. And even showing it to people um my partner Carol, for example, who is not mm. the keenest gadget person, and even she was impressed by it. Okay. That takes some doing. Right. Well, how intriguing. Oh, well. well, I look yes. forward to seeing it at some stage. Indeed you right. shall. So what now? Um, have we got time for another item? Let's go on to, um, well, plenty of tech. How do you recycle it? Because most of the, the, the tech includes 
printed circuit boards which have items either glued or soldered onto them. Mm. And they can be recycled, but it's a real pain getting them off the off the circuit boards. And it's so time-consuming, it's barely worth the effort. Mm -hmm. Until now, here we go. This is uh, the um, a UK company called Jiva, J-I-V-A Materials, who have made a PCB substrate, PCB, the printed circuit board thing, made of plant fibre and non-toxic polymer. So you, you, you use this, you solder all your stuff onto it, when you want to recover all the components, it dissolves in hot water. And all the bits that you put on it just fall off. Wow. That's wow, indeed. Quite clever. That's very clever. I think that's really very, very clever indeed. And, well, that's uh, been quite a positive, quite a positive programme today. Hasn't it just? Yes. Okay, that's it, though, for this edition of Gadgets and Gizmos. My thanks to Steve Kaplan. I'm Simon Rose. We'll be back with more... Well, I was going to say more of the same, but it won't be the same. because more It's different. Though there still may be stuff about Elon Musk, of course, at the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No. It's Gadgets and Gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.